This is the I'm Stuff podcast, a podcast for eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and mental health. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and today's episode, episode 20 of season 5, we're talking about what do you really need to recover and stop lying to yourself. Okay, guys, last episode, or maybe not. Maybe I have another guest up my sleeve for season five. But you you just need to keep an eye on the podcast. Guys, before I start out with the podcast of today, this will be the last last podcast with me for season five. Um, A few things. I started out this season heartbroken, and the whole season is psychology-based. If you haven't checked out those first episodes, check them out. Uh, but I started this episode, uh, you know, sequence and this subject because from last September, September up till now, I have met people that really, really triggered my central nervous system, uh, my emotions and just all of it. I've met people that in essence are not good for my mental well-being. And I've been so, so challenged this year. It is not normal. I'm also emotionally very exhausted. And that is one of the reasons why those episodes aren't on point always on the Monday. I try, but I'm quite exhausted as well. In all of this, I did not got my eating disorder back. Thank you so much, universe. But it is something that I learned so in this way that I do not wish to somebody else, not even my enemy in the way that I learned it, on how much these things are correlated with eating disorders. Like if I would go through the experience what I had now a few years ago, I would even had a worse eating disorder than I had back then. I must say, and I said it to my friend as well, I have had more shit this year than I had back in the day when I first developed my eating disorder. And really, this year was worse, even worse than my worst year of my eating disorder. So it was such a challenge. But because I'm mentally more developed and I have more knowledge, I can sit aside the sideline and see what's happening and observe it and choose how to react on it. And that is something that I wish for you so, so much. That's why this is going to be a little bit of a summary on what you need to look out for to get your recovery done the right fucking way. Because I did not have this at all during my recovery nobody told me about this i know a lot of people a lot of students of my back like my fellow students who had an eating disorder as well did not know about this shit i just know about this like now for one and a half years two years and i needed it so badly back then so i'm going to share this with you at the end of the day you know i can stand high and low but you are the freaking fucking one that needs to do something with this if you're not going to analyze if you're not going to put the time in to understand on why and what your eating disorder will be there so much more longer than it should be so grab a pen and paper Write this shit down because you really need to invest in understanding this. Again, if I wouldn't have that knowledge and would have this year, I think if it's just no other way, then I would have a full-blown eating disorder because it was that mentally exhausting. I'm still mentally exhausted, but thank God I'm not 
you know, putting it out on food. And I um, can read people so much better now and see red flags, see green flags so much better. And it's something you really need to protect your peace as every person, not even a person with an eating disorder. But often I must say that the people with eating disorders are more let me put it this way, if they love, they love hard. If they feel bad, they feel more bad. Um, so we are a bit more emotional and that is beautiful. But before I jump into that, a little reminder, don't forget that you can always follow the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast, that you can give a comment, you can give a review, you can share it with your friends, you can put it in your stories, you can tag me, you can do anything you want with it and most important, share it with the people that really need it. I have a little update as well, and I think you're going to either like this or hate this, <laughs> but I'm back on YouTube again very soon. So I hope that you um, will enjoy that. And that will be very diverse content uh, and will be with a friend as well. But she's also very knowledgeable and she does food psychology. And I always have the feeling that she's doing the ter- theoretic part and I already have had it in practice so we fill each other you know add each other in a very beautiful way so guys let's jump into this podcast what basically is a summary of the last season and I'm going to add something about you lying to yourself Okay, guys, I want you to be deadly honest with yourself because what I experienced, I think, for the last months are clients that are lying so badly when they first visit me. Throughout time, it becomes different. But what I see is people that are lying to themselves and saying that I'm not cold. Uh, I don't move that much or um, no, I have enough energy. Or what could it be anything else? I eat enough or I really follow the plan that you sent me. But at at the end of the day, they're just cold lying to me. And the thing is that it's not about your lying to me. It's about how you're lying to yourself and not are not honoring what your body really wants. If you get the little, uh, you know, soft hairs around your body because you're too cold, if you cannot sit on a chair anymore because your body fat and muscle is gone, if your voice has become soft and squeaky because you do not have any energy anymore, if you cannot eat a whole sandwich and you're trying to postpone it throughout over the day for like three hours while a normal person eats a sandwich in two minutes, you are not doing okay. And you cannot tell me that you are doing okay and, and you do not have a problem. Or saying to me that you are not following any exercise, but in the meantime, you're cycling about one and a half hours a day. I think for the people who are listening to this, you already know and you all know that deep inside of you, deep in your feelings, that you are wrong and you are lying to your healthcare person or mom, dad, sister, brother. But most importantly, you are lying towards yourself. And that's why I'm taking the time in this episode to address this again, because stop fucking lying. Hallelujah. I've did it myself and I must say it's a big part of the eating disorder that you want to protect because as a person like a healthcare giver like me, I'm coming as a 
person from outside, I'm almost attacking your eating disorder by saying, yo, we're not doing this anymore. And then the lying starts to keep that eating disorder alive. It is not the thing you want to protect. You should be protecting yourself from the eating disorder. And I know it's very hard because, again, I had this as well. If somebody said to me, Queenie, did you eat? I said, yes. And I said, did you, you know, did you took the yogurt? Did you take the full-fat yogurt? Yeah, I did. But I didn't take a normal bowl like somebody else would do. I just take a few bites. And that behavior eventually fucked me up so much. And it even made eating disorder recovery worse. So that's why I'm addressing it again. If you're lying, you're making your eating disorder recovery harder. You're trying to protect a parasite in your body. It's I could almost like make the reference to a tapeworm. Your eating disorder is a tapeworm. I'm asking you, do you have a tapeworm? You're like, no, I don't have the tapeworm. And in the meantime, the tapeworm is becoming bigger in your body, is taking over and is eating everything you're eating and taking all of the energy of your body. Basically, this is happening, only it's not a physical warm parasite that is in you, it's a mental parasite. So, if you're listening to this, and specifically the anorexia group, I know you know you that feeling, that gnarly inside feeling of you being dishonest, specifically to your loved ones. If you know that you are feeling that because you're lying about something simple as food, you know you have a problem. And you should most definitely go and seek help. And don't try to make it too hard for the person that's trying to help you. You could really even tell them, you know, and say, I actually have the feeling to lie to you now because I'm so scared of what's going to happen. Rather than lie to the person and lie to yourself that everything is going fine. If there's one thing, and I want to share this before I jump to the other part of this episode... It's this energy thing that I was talking about with anorexia clients or orthorexia clients. You all are energized as fuck. And I get it because I had it as well. I had so much energy during my eating disorder, specifically during during my anorexia phase and orthorexia. It is insane. Once in a while, while I'm sitting on a couch, now I'm sitting on a couch. I sometimes think back to that phase and I'm like, holy fuck, I want that energy back again. But I also know where it came from. It came from a very dirty source. It did, it came from a place that couldn't last that energy. It would it could almost say that you know you have a source you find a nature source with water and one is very clear and the other one is maybe more but very blurry. So for me it was the second one and for a lot of you as well. So it's very false because everybody that comes into my online clinic says to me, "Oh, but everything's fine because I got a lot of energy." That is false fake energy because your body is so high on adrenaline and anything to keep it safe it actually is stress that is giving you energy but if you take the time to feed your body well and give it rest you will feel so tired because your body is actually trying to get all the energy back that it lost to achieve that high extreme energy i'm going to end on this note you always have the option to go and lie But I know most of us with an eating disorder, we hate it when we lie because we're actually quite honest. But we lie because of the eating disorder. This is, again, everybody has free will. 
but I'm guessing you're listening to this because you know you're lying. And you're only going to make shit harder. The choice is yours. But think about this. And I think you know what the right answer is. But putting it to practice is a different thing. So I almost challenge you to do so. And go to your healthcare taker and tell what's going on. Or even write it down for yourself. Or tell it to a parent or a good brother, sister, friend, whatever. Because it's needed for you to have a little bit of intervention on what's going on. Okay, guys, this is part one of this episode. Jumping into part two, what is relatively short on what you should do to get to know the psychology of you. Knowing your own psychology is so important. It actually is knowing your own love language of your mind and body. If you know this, you can also communicate this to other people later on in life. So you feel safe and you can choose the right people so you can feel safe. Because that last spot thing, feeling safe, is very important for a person with an eating disorder. So if you want to know what you need and what is actually in your environment currently and what you should keep with you and you should actually skip or try to avoid you should know your inner childhood trauma just put that in 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 google look at pictures and you know tap on pictures and you will see a lot of charts about that you should know personality types again put it in uh, google look it up and you will find charts And you should know attachment styles. And again, put it in Google, find it in your pictures, and you will see certain charts. If you can write down for yourself who you are in that, and pick out the personalities and attachment styles that do not work for you, you will get very far. I highly recommend you to check out some YouTube videos as well. From my side, there will be some YouTube videos about it as well. And check that out because it is only when you know that that you understand why certain people trigger you, why you maybe go binging or stop eating because you need to deal with that. And if you all know that, you really need to bring that to somebody that can help you out on what you should do. It's something somehow it's for me. I this year I went to the GP's um, facilitator to talk about certain things. I'm very happy to do so. Um, she didn't give me all the answers though, but it sh- shouldn't be that way. I'm always in the position that I am discovering it myself and that's why it takes longer. Oof. But I highly recommend you to find somebody to, we would say in Dutch, spotter, but in this case in English to talk about it and you know just share your ideas and let them tell the, tell you what it could possibly be. Um, I did this in Den Haag with a client like two weeks ago or a week ago. And I think she had a lot of epiphanies when it came down to what I said to her because things started to fall into place. And I really urge you to do that as well because you will understand better why you are binging, why you are restricting, what is happening and what is going on. So I'm going to repeat it again. Inner childhood trauma attachment styles, personality types, check that out for yourself and see what it means to you. Because I can highly tell you that your eating disorder is because of that. If that is put into place and is clear for you, you can better deal with people, better deal with your own feelings 
and make the best out of it. So guys, this was this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Keep your eyes out for the next and last episode of this season. There will be another season. I do not know what I'm going to do. You will eventually figure out on Instagram at imstuff underscore com. Keep that YouTube page on your eye as well. And that's it. So guys, enjoy the last podcast episode. This episode and the other episode that's coming. Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.